0: On uh, Power, for those of you who don't know, he's just the big dog out of the whole of Steel. But um, Big Dog, for you, what was the most valuable lesson you learned over the last two seasons with the Chicago Steel, whether that was a, a th- learning through adversity or through a coach or something like that?
1: Um, I think probably... Uh... Just you got to come every day to to the ring ready to go because there's teams coming after you guys. There's coming after you. There's guys on your team trying to take spots. You're trying to take spots from other guys. So I think just coming to work every day and trying to be the hardest worker um, was one thing that I I learned that you got to do if you want to be successful.
2: Alright, so before we start off, I just wanted to say that the views as presented on this podcast do not re- represent the views of the Chicago Steel. Um, this season, you finished with 12 goals, 28 assists for 40 points in 45 games, leading all USHL defensemen in scoring in your draft minus one season. Um, how do you think you developed throughout the course of
1: the year? Yeah, I thought it was a, a good year for me. I thought I got better as the year went on. Um, I think it just like uh, working on the stuff I worked on through the summer and throughout the year it kind of showed up in my game, uh, which was a real positive. And then like our team was really good, so that helped also.
0: Big dog, how often do you look at like stats? You know, like do you know? I mean, I think with all the time on our hands now, um, you probably know how many points you had in the season, but.
1: How often do you look at that? Uh, yeah, I like I I know I'm not gonna say I didn't because I I did know, but uh, I I try not to look at it uh, too much. But uh, it's kind of hard when you got just the game sheets right in front of you all the time and Twitter and all that stuff. But uh, I I try to avoid looking at it all the time. Maybe every
0: every <laughs> once in a while i go look at it. So. I mean, it's only natural. I mean, since I'm not a player, I, if I had a stat line, I mean, I'd probably know. But yeah, <laughs> since I'm not a player, so that's irrelevant. But so, since- Owen, who was your favorite player
2: growing up, and who is a defenseman that you would say you model your game after?
1: Uh, yeah, growing up, uh, I always liked Sidney Crosby. I don't know why. Uh just Ooh. was the uh, – was the way it was, and then right now, uh, I try and model my game after guys like Victor Hedman and Seth Jones, who are two bigger guys like me that uh, are real good skaters and can uh, think the game pretty good. So I think those two guys are good for me.
0: You know, and my here's my pop. My pop, scouting report in Youngstown. He was like that big dog. He skates like Chris Letang. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Dad. I mean, but then you know, it made me think. Like, I there's some nights maybe I took it for granted, man. I mean, I gotta say, Big Owen and Big Dog, it was great just watching you. But like, you know, you made it seem seamless out there. Is that just the kind of player you are, or just the way that you know? You said that Sidney Crosby was an idol. Sid, well, you idolized Sid because I don't think anyone on the ice works harder and creates more. You know, and sets the bar every shift, I don't think, in 87, but is that kind of an idea why or how you play? Uh, Yeah, I mean,
1: I don't know why the effortless, I don't know where that's from, but uh, <laughs> I think you want to kind of look like you're, you're calm out there, not all over the place. But, yeah, I think Sidney Crosby just – I don't know. I just,
0: like I said, I don't know why I liked him so much, but uh, I always did. So <laughs> – Big dog real quick before Spence and Spence you're such a patient guy. I got to <laughs> you're a real patient guy, but what were you thinking um before your first rookie season as a 15 year old coming to Chicago? I mean, there's probably a lot on your
1: mind. Yeah, I I didn't I didn't know I was going to go play in Chicago. I was just going to stay stay at home for a year and then go the next year, but uh I ended up going to Chicago. Uh and I think that when I made that decision, it was pretty late into the summer, and then just kind of was worried about just being prepared, ready to go, because I knew it was going to be a big adjustment. So I think I just focused on that all summer. So you'll be headed to the University of Michigan in the fall, obviously,
2: uh, but long before that, when you're still playing hockey in Canada and projected to be a top pick in the
1: 2018 OHL draft, uh,
2: was it always a dream for you to play in the?
1: So. Um, I no, I when when you're younger in Ontario, you know, it's all OHL, that's all everyone talks about. Mm-hmm. So, I wouldn't say until probably my first visit that I really realized, oh, I want to play college hockey. Uh, so I think kind of as I got older, I started to really want to play college hockey rather than uh playing in the OHL.
0: And who's the funniest guy on the team? Why? Who's the biggest goof? Uh, the team this year, probably
1: John Spetz or Brendan Bersant. <laughs>
0: uh, well, why the Jag? Or Johnny? Oh, John had the greatest first intermission interview in <laughs> He was great. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'll ever have a player that wants to take the whole 18 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both of them, they both like to, uh,
1: kind of be in the center of, center of the attention of the room. So, and they're, quick-witted, so they had some good ones.
2: And obviously, uh, you in the Jaguar, obviously, for those who don't know, that's Brendan Brisson, Uh as Mark calls him. Um, we'll both start off your NCAA careers on the same team, so how cool is that to have the opportunity to play with someone that you've known well this past season?
1: Yeah, it's gonna... Uh, it's It's nice. It's gonna make it easier for me going in knowing someone else pretty well, and I think it'll be fun to play with uh, someone like him again
0: so oh and before we turn the page on your still career what, uh, what was your most memorable game and why
1: uh, uh first one was up there um I, I would say probably the first weekend was probably uh two of the most memorable, memorable, memorable games, uh, just cause
0: your first two, yeah, the five, four game. Yeah. That one was
1: obviously my first, first game. I I scored in it too. So that was a sign I'll always remember. And then the second game we just got killed. So (laughs) I think that bitter feeling you got, is going to stick with me
0: too. I remember that night, you know, for a couple other reasons, too. Yeah. The top, the top <laughs> one. Yeah, I was the... <laughs> long ride home from the bird. Yeah. I know that. And then uh, what about that? You know, I've asked you that question, but how about that Muskegon game before I go back to Spence? Game four. In, in the playoffs? Yeah. Yeah. That was a. Uh... That
1: that whole playoff run was just so much fun to be a part of. Oh. And, yeah, that, that game was winning in overtime was just uh, unreal, unreal I mean, are life. you going
0: crazy right now? I don't know about you, but, like, dude, when I, I, like, think of that stuff. I start getting, like, really amped up. Yeah. I mean, I'm going insane.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a good memory, so. I'm not, I'm not like you and get super pumped up about it that much, but. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's pretty good to remember.
2: All right, so I'm going to get back to questions on your development here. I only have, like, a few more left already. But um, you obviously played with the Steel for the last two years and developed pretty quickly as your rookie season went on and then continued that development into your sophomore season this year. But,
1: But how do you think the USHL
2: has helped prepare you for the NCAA? Yeah, I think it's
1: been the best route for me to go play college. Um, mm-hmm. I think just last year playing against older guys, uh, all the time, and then this year just being being with the team, such a good team. Every day you compete in practice with some of the top players, uh, so I think those two things, along with a lot a lot of other stuff, really
0: really helped me. Oh, uh, and I'm gonna. This is a combo question now. Um, who is the hardest? T, uh, player that you played against and, and or team. So that could, so be, that could be like Lumberjack. the Muskegon Lumberjacks of your first year, or that could be, you know, all the Dubuque Fighting Saints like this year. Uh,
1: yeah, hardest player to play against? Uh, probably, I would say the Jackson Twins were two guys that I thought were pretty hard to play against. Just slippery, yes, super slippery and just really smart, creative guys. And the best team? Yeah. Uh, Probably Sioux Falls, I would say last year. Oh, yeah. Just they, they. I thought they did a good job of kind of pre-scouting us in the way that we played, um, and it, it, they made it hard on us. They played, they played heavy, and made it hard for for us to <sighs> play against them.
0: Oh, that, <sighs> that triple, that double overtime game. Yeah. Right? <laughs> crazy. oh Spence. So
2: obviously you're a highly targeted prospect for um, next year's draft already. Uh, I'd assume teams that have a top 10 pick next year will be lining up to pick you. But the unique thing about it is that uh, next year's draft is that Seattle will be coming to the league in 2021-22, uh, and I must say it'd be pretty cool to see a steal and then uh, get picked by Seattle and be the first pick of their franchise. Assuming they'll have the odds to get a high. uh, like Vegas in 2017. Uh, But, no, um, what would it mean to you to get drafted or maybe even being a top-ten pick and and your family, of course, as well?
1: Yeah, I think just getting drafted to the NHL was a huge, huge honor and a huge goal that I've always had. Um, But, yeah, it would be pretty cool going to Seattle, but uh, not too worried about it right now just – trying to get better every day and then see see where that
0: has me end up. Yeah, for sure. Oh, and talk about your siblings in hockey, too, because sometimes we get lost in the Lynn power show, but you got a very athletic family. Yeah, uh, <laughs>
1: my older sister plays uh, in the National Ringette League, so that's the top level for Ringette. And then... My brother is playing AAA minor hockey here in Toronto. Toronto still, and got a couple more years still. Uh, he sees where he ends up doing. Is he better than you? Uh, I Obviously, I'm not going to say he is, but who knows? That's probably a question to <laughs> ask my parents.
0: Oh, wow. Trish and uh, Mr. Z, shout out to those two individuals as well. Uh, going with Ryan Hardy's tweet that he put out on that too, just uh, you and your family and, and whatnot in and the Steel family in that organization. But yeah, definitely an athletic family between you guys. And wait, so your brother played D too? Yeah, he's, we,
1: we play pretty similar too. He's a big kid too.
0: So, uh, hey, Spence, there's another guy to keep an eye on there on Hockey TV. <laughs> You're not gonna miss. You're not gonna miss, miss him. And uh, what, what, what's team what team does he play for again? Sorry, North York know?
1: Rangers and the GT right. So it was his first year A this year, but he had a good year. All right, on, on the radar year too. So we'll see. So
2: um, for those who don't really watch you as much, um, I think. For you, I think the big things that you are like your skating, your puck handling, uh, your offensive instincts are really good as well. Um, But in your opinion, what do you think the best trait in your game is?
1: Uh, I think just the way I think the game. Um, I think allows me to do a lot of that that stuff. Just being able to kind of see plays happening, I think that is the biggest thing. That uh, probably the biggest part of my game that has made me successful so far.
0: Big Dog, Big dog. Tell, tell us about the challenge. the challenge of this stuff and uh, your daily routine, how that's affected and how, and how difficult is it to not play games and to just work out. Work out. Aren't you bored? Like, what's you your go-to show? Go-to yeah, show? I watch Tiger
1: King. Um, I actually haven't been too bad. It's We've had nice weather here, so I've been working out quite a bit and then just going outside and spending the rest of my day outside after the workout just doing whatever to keep busy so um yeah i haven't been too bored haven't had to watch much tv so
0: that's great uh, that's great once uh,
1: it starts getting rainy i probably won't be able to go outside as much so
0: it's really been that nice in yeah Canada? For real?
1: We, it's been it's rained a couple of days but all in the morning then it ends up being nice the rest of oh the day, my so.
0: god I know this isn't the weather channel, but <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just comparing. Yeah. I, uh, wow, I'm just surprised, you know, March. So, yeah, enjoy, so yeah, enjoy while you can. Yeah, it's
1: cold some days, but as long as it's not raining, I'm good to go outside, so. Good. So no recommendations then besides Tiger? Yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a big show guy, TV guy, so I don't know. Watch The Office a little bit. But other than that, I don't got any too good recommendations. <laughs>
0: all right well well, spence you got got any more i i actually
2: ran out pretty quickly so
0: good i mean mean, this isn't a bad second take but please tell me this is going to be in this time we're sorry for for the technical issues we're trying to to iron out here i big dog dog on me me. man i gotta press you you for one story like if you had the funniest story that you could say right now in your two years of Chicago Steel? I mean, I know it's just being around the boys and the atmosphere, but what do you think it could be? Oh, I... I, I don't know. There's been so many. Uh,
1: they're hard to think of <laughs> top of my head, so... I know, man. Um, I know. Yeah, I don't know. I think anytime uh, all the guys are together, you're always going to have more than a couple good laughs, so... I think whenever we all all were together, all at the rink in the dress room, you're gonna you're gonna have some fun times. So
0: I know. I just don't want this to be the last interview with you. You yeah. know, <laughs> think about when your first interview you had with me when Hardy was <laughs> we were in the lounge, and Hardy I was like, "That was the worst yeah. thing I've ever seen in my life." And now with you, you're on. You're doing. I, hope, I hope
1: this one's been better because yeah. that one was not good.
0: <laughs> and that was the only time he ever called you out for anything in the 10 year at least for yeah there's a couple there. other
1: things but mostly to do with the the media side <laughs> kind of doing this stuff but i think i've i think well, i got a little bit better
0: i listen hats off to you man i mean i've seen you grow and it was great working with you through the last two years and I can't wait till my dad and I make a trip up to Michigan and watch you and the Jag play. And uh, thanks to you, man, for coming on. And just all, I'll talk to you, but all the best, you know, for real. It was great like, watching you grow on and off the ice, kid. And uh, good luck, man. Uh, I'll be in touch with yeah. you, dude. Just keep up the good work. Yeah, thanks,
2: for sure. Uh, thank you, Owen. Yeah, no problem.
0: Chicago Steel, formerly now defenseman. The big dog. <laughs> <laughs> For the last time, <laughs> signing off on Hockey Prospects. So I'm going to give you part of my homework from last week. I asked who you who is your most underrated player in the U show from last year, and I'm not even trying to be Homer. Like, I'm not. Like, I was going to. As Ryan Hardy, general manager of the Steelers, said, you know, it helps when you do have the best players. But besides that, I go with. Uh, he was traded to Sioux Falls, like right before this thing. But Sam Stange. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that call, Spence?
2: I, I think that's a pretty good selection right there. I mean, I, I really like Stange's game, like how he developed in Sioux City. Uh, I thought he's a really good two way play, playmaking center at a lot of speed. Uh, but he. It would have been interesting to see how Sioux Falls, like, I, I'm not sure where they were in the standings. I think they were playing pretty decent,
0: right? Yeah. They were doing yeah, they started stuff. out horrid. They, they kind it was of kind of worked. like the Steel last year in some ways yeah, and they yeah. they caught fire. They were, After the first, they were playing great. Yeah, like, um,
2: I feel like Sioux Falls could have gotten better as they're near the playoffs because they kind of loaded up with a few guys, including Stange. Um, but yeah, I, I really... I. I think that's a pretty good choice. I think he had a really good draft plus one season uh this year and I think uh a team might look at drafting him this year. So uh we'll see if that happens. But yeah, that's a really good choice I think.
0: I mean because it's hard when the Steel uh, possess five of the top you know, seven goal scorers uh point getters in the league. Plus, you know, as Owen said, those Jackson twins are just that was a good answer because mm-hmm. they were so hard that last game. They were so hard to track, but just the steel held them off the score sheet and Gabriel, all those games before that last game. And that's just the major organs were of that team. But those kids, boy, they're some fun to watch too. But I just, I'd say in terms, you know, Jimmy Dow Jr. is great from Ryan because I think he really is an amazing player. He's phenomenal. But I was like, I was looking, and in terms of, I'd just say, credibility. I just think he's an under-the-radar guy. I mean, is it like Maddie Spicelli of the Coyotes and Fighting Saints formerly? I mean, I don't know. But I just, he's a, he's, I haven't seen enough of him either, quite frankly. I've only seen, what, four or five games, at least in person, mm-hmm. on him. But he's a two-way guy. He's sneaky. I mean, uh, that's my pick. Who's mm-hmm. yours? Um.
2: I had I actually have a few I don't, I'm not gonna name all of them but point per game this year uh, with the Madison Capitals a very not not so good team uh, obviously but he had 49 points in 49 games Carson Bantle I think he had a really solid season uh, I think his skating is good uh, his playmaking is good his hockey sense is good I think he's got uh, a lot of good qualities in his game that will make, make him very effective in college. I think he's committed to Michigan Tech. So we'll see how he develops there. But I feel like he's going to be a guy that gives the team a lot of value, say, later on in the draft if he slips to the fourth or maybe even the fifth round, I'd say. Um, So if a team uh, might pick him up later on, they could get something, say, like with the Canucks when they got Aiden McDonough. and I think it was the seventh round last year in the draft and you saw how his freshman season was how he had such a good freshman season in uh northeastern um but yeah he's def- he's definitely my pick
0: um so yeah no that's a good one i mean um i think for i asked bull shark you know you know john sped said he's bad with technology speaking of successful Freshman years at university, but I asked Bull Shark to come on, so we'll see in terms of our next episode. But um, we're gonna spice up a little bit. I think it's easy to sit here and play chit chat with prospects and things like that, but at the same time, we gotta spice it up a little bit. I think um, you know some future watches. I mean, there's been a couple more tenders, but um, you know whether that be Uh, interview slash find out about processes, you know, scouting and things like that. Um, It's interesting, I mean, in terms of what we can do with it. Like, for example, you know, I think Daniil Gushin would have been a guy, like, imagine, imagine Gushin, you know, in terms of the start of his career to the the end you know like i think there's just these kids are so raw they're so young it's just as owen powers said, such a competitive league you never know mm-hmm. when you get in night in night out i think we're gonna have to have a goaltending episode uh mm-hmm. for sure yeah for sure you know like i mean because w- let me ask you spence when you're writing and researching for prospects which lists do you go off you know because obviously craig button's a guy you know that has his director of scouting, you know, and he's got his list of TSN and things like that. But how do you base it off?
2: You know, with me, I, I typically try to ignore lists as much as I can because, you know, I don't want to get like some bias in there and say, you know, one guy's opinion, opinion could kind of um, make me favor him or maybe the other side uh, where somebody else's opinion on that player might be bad and I might favor that side. So it's kind of pulling you in different directions. So it kind of makes me want to stay away from lists more than I um more than I usually uh more than I usually do or should. Uh but uh if I'm looking at lists sometimes, I'm kind of looking I, I kind of look at Craig buttons here and there. Um I'm not really a huge fan of his lists, but I kind of, I, I do respect his opinion. Uh Bob McKenzie's are interesting because you can kind of see uh, which players might get uh, might fall in the draft, and which players might go a little bit higher. I think, it, like uh, from the USHL this year, I think a guy that's going to go higher than we think is probably Brendan Bresson, uh, because of the relations uh, he has with his dad. Obviously, not only that, but he's a really good player, obviously too. So, but with the list, um, yeah, I don't really look at as as much as people think. Um, I I just, yeah, I just feel like the bias uh, kind of gets, gets in there a little bit too much sometimes. And I don't want to, like, get pulled in different directions, you know?
0: So that's kind of where I'm at on that. Yeah. No, I'm curious because there's just so much homework and it's hard. Yeah. You know, I... I... It takes me some just seasoning. I I feel like there's a part about watching these kids in person, you know, uh, just for my two eyeballs and just seeing the details, the the things behind the puck Mm -hmm. that are really important to succeed in today's hockey. And no matter how much hockey TV or how much stats you can read up, which, is an oh we should have a stats episode because i'm old school man i believe in the clear cut numbers that matter Mm -hmm. but that's for another time i i don't look into analytics which that's kind of your job i think so that that's great i think that's great because guess what i could use a great education on it and this is how my life works i've snowballed into things but that's a that's a story for another time too much air on that stuff but (laughs) Having said that, I think, like, consistency. hmm For sure. And, yeah. You know, you can put up all these great numbers and whatever, but, this, you know, I think it's just more about the growth of the game, and and that's why it's a developmental league, you know, so it's not all numbers, but at the same time, mm-hmm. consistency and little things. But, again, I I so for a guy like Sam Staines, for me, it was just like I haven't even seen him that much, but, you know, something has caught my eye, whether that's shorthanded, whether that's special teams, five-on-five. Mm-hmm. And that raw skill set, you know, he kind of just, he's my pick at least at the moment. But, yeah, uh, there there is a few, uh, too, that I guess I wouldn't mention. Um, and that's, again, me being biased. I've seen more Chicago still than any other team, right? So, yeah. they can not stand it What are your closing thoughts for our second episode? Second episode. Closing thoughts.
2: I really don't have any closing thoughts, to be honest. But um, I think next week, um on our podcast, I think it would be kind of cool, you know, to talk about um, maybe next year's team, who might be out there, you know. Um, but cl- I, I, yeah, I don't really know on
0: closing thoughts. That's
2: the only thing. Cool. <laughs> but, okay. I'll um, take care
0: of that. All right. First of all, if go. anyone's listening to this right now, <laughs> ask Twitter or something, give us a question, you know. Let's yep. get some questions. Yep. Let's spark the brain here. Second of all, I'm going to go where we got cut off. I'm taking this energy of not – being in hockey and I'm putting it into the show or I'm going to try to because I got pumped up for the big dog today, you know, and we had a good first take and then it got cut off, which may have been my fault. I don't know. Regardless, I'm just putting that energy in there, you know. I'm yeah. feeling that hockey, bringing out the energy, bringing out the good vibes, wishing everyone really good health. And, yeah, if you have any anything you want to talk about or you want to ask or – you want to pick our brains or just stuff off the ice for geez Luis, you know there's no sports going on you can't sit and shoot the puck if you will sit around here and just talk prospects there's got to be more icing to the cake those are my Mm -hmm. closing thoughts spence long those are some good closing thoughts good good thing good stuff
2: to end on there
0: (laughs) am i that opinionated for real i don't want to be like that but i'll tell you you know you can only do so much right Mm -hmm. stay healthy Hey, because you know what's interesting? I, but I actually, I and maybe we'll save that for next episode. I was just going to say, you know, uh, I'm going to leave that for next episode. We'll just say, uh, top. speaking of expert picks, we're going to talk about that in our next episode. But uh, one of the top 100 scores was added on. And he had a huge jump, and we talked about him in our first episode. That's all I'm going to say. So I'm signing off. Mark Citron here for Hockey Prospects and Spencer Lone. Until next time, thanks for listening and tuning in. Thank you. Stay healthy, everybody. Spence, I'll see you later, dude. You as well. Thank you. All right, my man. Take care.